Hello and welcome to Pixel Pals. My name is Xanadute and today I'm joined by only Adam. Uh, we are down Zach. We actually did kick him out um, mm -hmm. for the comments he made yesterday. Uh, no, just kidding. <laughs> we are uh, recording without Zach today because his schedule just could not align. And it kind of worked out because what game are we going to play today or oh. talk about today? <laughs> if, we were, if we were playing it, I wouldn't be here right now. Uh, we're going to talk about Baldur's Gate 3, which I am so excited for. I am also excited for it. Um, it's a game that has had like a pretty long dev cycle or at least a long time since its last installment. So... Um, I actually didn't play any of the previous Baldur's Gates just because of timing, when I was, when they came out, how old I was, um, you know, could I use a computer at that point? You know, <laughs> all of these things that came into it. Um, but I'm, I'm really, really excited for this. And we actually had, um, not we, they actually had, <laughs> we, I'm part of the team. I've been yeah. working for Larian Studios. Um, they had a live stream today that Adam was able to tune into. Um, Adam, what was kind of the state of play uh, the first person to ever say that. The, the state of the play, definitely not used by any other companies. Um, yeah, it was, I mean, it was Larian Studio, so it was a bit, they had their cringy bit at the beginning, um, but it was fun. It was riddled with technical issues, um, but I, I like the team there. They have a good time. They have a fun time. Uh, and every single panel from hell that they've released over the last, I don't know how long it's been in early access, three years now. Uh, I've just gotten more and more excited for this damn game. Are they called Panel from Hell or that, do you just call Okay, no, I didn't that's know what they call was, it. Oh, fun little like uh, nomer for them. But they, Larian Studios is best known for their hit series, uh, Divinity Original Sin, um, and then the uh, sequel, which I think is a much better game overall. I don't know, like sequels are supposed to be better, but Divinity, Divinity Original Sin 2, they need to work on shortening, shortening that Absolutely. Um, a little bit. It was a game that I've invested a obscene amount of time into. Absolutely loved it. Um, I couldn't play D&D &D with anybody, so I decided to play it by myself, which is basically Divinity Original Sin 2 um, without the IP. But now we have the IP, and we're making Baldur's Gate 3. Um, for anyone that doesn't know, also... It's D&D. &D. It's Wizards of the Coast's uh, famous IP in a video game form. And we will be discussing all the weird stuff that they said today in the live stream and <laughs> just, you know, a lot of stuff that we're excited for the game and, you know, other things surrounding it right after this break. back what did you want to start talking about did you want to run down the uh different specs of the game do you want to go into what the story's about i actually don't i want to talk about the romance yeah I think let's that, do it I, I, I want to just get this out of the way so it's not in my mind um I, I did not watch this but i'm reading a article from um jimatsu which i'm assuming is a credible source okay sure. if this is just blatantly wrong then okay um this is a quote by adam smith lead writer um have you ever considered the joys and pleasures of sexual congress with a wild-shaped druid because at larian we have and ultimately landed on the side of giving the people what they want tender consensual romance with a man temporarily transformed into a grizzly bear and I just I just had to get that out of the way. Yep. That was something that they said. That's mm -hmm. something that they had to address very it's, probably very early on in the dev cycle. It's something they showed off at the panel from hell today. Uh, there was a full video of the druid turning into a bear, uh, and it was a little uncomfortable. Uh, and they got banned from TikTok while it happens. That's <laughs> honestly, it is very easy to get banned on a TikTok live stream. So I'm not surprising that them mentioning. Um, you know, having sex with a bear was what did it. But honestly, first off, Adam Smith, lead writer of this game, what a wild thing that you felt like you needed to include it and not just like people find out, be like, yeah. oh, you could fuck the bear. You know what I mean? Oh, shit. All right. So, <laughs> and we're saying bear, when you wild shape as a druid, you get to pick from a pretty substantial list of animals. I'd say some are a little bit more compatible with the human anatomy than others. Um, some are definitely a little bit scarier. What's the worst wild shape animal you can think of off the top of your head? 
alligator. Owl, owl, yeah, owl, alligator, like any anything, anything scales or bites. And I don't know. Bear also, by the way, is a weird one too. Um, but we're not I don't against think bear we're not is against as furries. Weird. I'm just saying yeah. that they had to address it. Um, it's funny because I've been doing a lot of reading about like video game writing and you know, my end goal for that is to at some point, you know, help contribute to a video game in that sense. Um, none of the books I've read so far have said anything about whether or not you should let your players fuck animals or people pretended to be animals. So mm-hmm. I'm glad that Adam cleared that up for us. What is what do you want to lead with? Uh, I mean, we can talk about just about anything. I this I was telling before we started rolling. I was telling Xanadu that we this was the first game I ever bought when I finally got a gaming PC. Uh, so I've been playing it for a long time now because it's basically what I keep coming back to. Um, but I mean, we can go over how much of the uh, early access like is, like let's talk about early access honestly yeah. first. So okay. when you play the early access, because I haven't, um, mm-hmm. you know, I like to play games when they're finished. Uh, how much uh, like experience does early access have? Is it like the first chapter? It's uh, from what they've said, it's the first act. I okay. believe it's the first, fu- the full first act now. Um, it wasn't the full act when early access first started, but they've added to it. Um, the only class that hasn't come out in the last couple of years since early access started was Monk, which is the only thing that's coming out officially with launch. Okay. Um, and then same thing with Dragonborn and Half Orcs as the races. Um, those both never saw the light of day for early access, but will be out in the initial launch. Um, it's it's a lot. There's a lot in early access. I is it a sixty dollar game in early access? No, but I would gladly pay thirty or forty dollars to play just this really? early access. How game many acts? Sorry, do we know how many acts? There are there are only three acts. So okay. technically. This is 33% of the game, but I'm sure Acts 2 and 3 are longer. Yeah. Um, they they talked about it today as Act 1 is kind of just a lengthy tutorial where Act 2 and 3 really get into it. So I'm assuming Act 1 would be the shortest of the three. Yeah, because these games have a little bit of a, a bite to them. A mm-hmm. um, little bit strategy, menu-based. Um, I know that it is... Is it isometric um, or is it top-down? Uh, it is isometric. Okay. Um, although there's a lot of control over the camera. Yeah, uh, which is like a really good thing to have in these games because that's the one thing in Divinity I think they really excelled at is that like at any point you can just like start free camming and mm-hmm. like look around the whole battlefield and, you know, it, it, it feels really nice. Yeah. Um, what... So besides early access... What else did you want to lead with? Um, let's I just mean, go. You have detailed notes. I think the, that, that, like, <laughs> like I'm reading like a single thing. You, let's go with you. So the first thing I want to mention, the thing that got me absolutely beaming about this game last week when they came out with the community update, they moved the release date up a month. It wasn't oh, getting yeah, pushed yeah, yeah. back like every other game. It went from August 30th to August 3rd for PC. Um because they figured the PS5 version is going to take more time to finish. The PC version is ready to go, so let's release the PC version and release PS5. Yeah, later. and and well, people on PS5 can't buy Starfield. That's true. <laughs> so I, I, I genu- there was a lot of factors in that one. I, think. I didn't even think of that. Um, man, isn't it just nice to just be like, this shit's been ready, guys. Like, yeah. well, you know what I mean? Like, if it's you guys want it, no, okay, maybe we'll go. get it a little bit early. <laughs> I don't think a month is going to change anything. Yeah, it's like it's like getting your friends together for a D and D game, and everybody just shows up early. Yeah, and you start early. Start a little a early. Month early. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never happens. I, I'm I, I'm. It's exciting because I will still be on summer break, mm-hmm. and well, I'm still working, but like it's not mm-hmm. as intense as opposed to Starfield is like the worst time for release because I'm like just like a month in a school, and I'm like, mm-hmm. well, now here's a game that I want to spend sixty hours playing this week, and. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, you know, just play around on the computers, I guess. Like, yeah. figure it out. Because they were coming out the same. When, when does Starfield come out? Is that uh, September 6th? September, I think so. Yeah. Oh, I, for some reason, the only video game release date I have in my mind is Assassin's Creed Mirage, and that's October 12th. Weird. That's a or weird 10. one to have stuck it's in Octo- your head. It's the beginning of October. Yeah. Because um, I know, so they moved the PlayStation 5 release back a week. Well, they moved P- PC up a month. They moved PlayStation back a week. So that is on the 6th now. So it might just come out on the same day. But again, like you said. Is it coming out on Xbox? It, eventually. So they, <laughs> they they said they're working on, quote unquote, other platforms. Meaning they're working on Xbox. Xbox and Switch. Right. Because from, 
Divinity I, Original Sin's on the Switch. Yeah. Oh, that's true. It, um, lo- it looks like fucking garbage time, but I'm I'd not imagine. playing that game for the graphics. Okay. <laughs> never have, never will. I like fair. a good battle simulator. I'm playing D&D <laughs> controlling five characters at once. Ah, oh, fucking great. But um, they said... Uh, this might be something that's known. It's the first time I heard of it, but I don't really look too much into Xbox things these days. Um, they, what's what's the top Xbox? That's the Series X. I and could the not Series tell S. you. I am I have legitimately no an Xbox partner. I and I could <laughs> not tell you. Um, no, it's the X because I have mm-hmm. the S and I got the the one that doesn't have a disc drive and that's like yeah, kind of yeah. shit here. So they have they have it working for the Xbox Series X, but they don't have it working for the S yet. So Microsoft has a thing where you can't release a game for one and not the other. Yeah. So they're working on the S before they can release it for Xbox yeah. okay. entirely. That makes sense. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not. The people that own Xboxes probably also own a PC. Like, yeah. you know, like there's people who, <laughs> a lot of people that own PS5s and just like that's their gaming console. Mm-hmm. It's not that everybody, but if you own an Xbox, you probably own another console yeah. or another way to play. The only way I would have any other console it would be a PS5, and it's just for Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, that's coming out, too, right? Yeah. And I'm not going to be able to play it for a while. Soon? Uh, I believe that's also either end of September or maybe October. Yeah. Not entirely It looked sure. okay. I, I won't yeah. play it until it comes to PC. But, yeah, which will know, be a few skipping years. Skipping the PS5 on this one. Yeah. Uh, what? Oh, um, let's talk about the cast. I think the yeah. cast is pretty interesting. Uh Jason Isaacs? Mm-hmm. Nope. Lucius Malfoy. <laughs> is that really him? Yeah. Who's the? I was trying to say the guy. Who's the guy? Oscar oh, Isaacs. Ja- I know, I, no, I was trying to say Jason Alexander. The oh. guy from fucking Seinfeld. <laughs> I would the, love. What's going on? I would love if he was in a game. I could not do a Jason Alexander. I'm sure he is in a video game. I mean, he's in The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Uh, okay. No, no. <laughs> he's done no. voice acting. He, there's no way. Why? Oh, I can't find the article I just had. Um, but I did take some juicy screenshots. Uh, J.K. Simmons is plays like a mm-hmm. uh, evil person. He plays a bad guy. Yeah. General Catheric Thorm. Yeah, he was the first like Lord Enver Gortash. <laughs> uh, J.K. Simmons' character was the first one they released as like one of the main protagonists uh, or antagonists. Sorry, uh, and uh, Jason Isaacs is one of the other antagonists in the game. Uh, and then hold on, Brian Bowles. Uh, so the dark urge. I'm now. I'm just saying random words. The dark <laughs> urge is guided by Slaridus Fell, a voice by Brian Bowles, who's the narrator in Divinity Original Sin Two, who's got a fucking dope voice for video games. Absolutely, I will love to get into the dark urge later. I just want to put a pin in that for right now until we get to that section of things, but I'm they that that's something they just announced today and I'm so fucking excited for it. Okay, is okay. Okay. Uh I don't know what it is. <laughs> like I'm not worried about it right now. Um, uh, Ganon himself, Matt Mercer, is in this game as well. God, he's uh, in everything. He's in absolutely everything. <sighs> it's the summer of Matt Mercer. It's hot Matt Summer. Um, um, I see. I I would love if Brendan Lee Mulligan <laughs> played all the bad guys in 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 the video games. Can we do that? It's, I'm nothing absolutely. against Matt Mercer. Specifically, no, absolutely. Yeah, you yeah. Know yeah. What I mean, but like he's had he's had enough chances. You the, know, the problem with getting Brendan Lee Mulligan in it is the bad guy will always be capitalism if he's involved in the project. So yeah, uh, oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I'm assuming we could make those ties in Baldur's Gate. Oh, it's a bustling most, city. You most know? likely, like, it wouldn't be a stretch. Okay, <laughs> Matt Mercer. Um, those are the those are the three big names that stuck out to me is Matt Mercer, J.K. Simmons, and Jason Isaacs because um, they're big. Well, Maggie JK. Robertson's in it, but I don't I don't know, know who that, that is. is. <laughs> I'm gonna do some quick googling. Hold on, Go Google it real else. quick. Uh, I will talk about other things that were uh, announced for the launch, which are things we knew about before, like uh, the Half Orc and the Dragonborn were shown off today, and the Dragonborn looks fucking amazing. Uh, so many different like scale colors and you can have some uh, like pearlescent scales if you choose like a white dragonborn it looks like the googling is done so I'll stop vamping oh no maybe it's continuing (laughs) now I'm seeing if Jason Alexander was in a video okay okay no we were wrong Uh, well not wrong Maggie Robertson's a very famous uh, voice actor for video games she did Resident uh, Evil 7 she was Lady uh, Alicia Demestri Demetriscu. You know who it is. It's not yep. the, the long, tall one, but the other one. Um, God of War, Ragnarok, additional voices. Rogue Company, which 
I actually was one of the ten people that played that game. Never heard of um, it. It's it was a, it's a third person um, shooter like mm-hmm. battle arena. It's so sick. Um, it's just they just stopped like supporting the game. Actually, I it doesn't seem like she's in a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's been in video games specifically. Back oh, back for blood. That's pretty good. Um, that, yeah. So yeah, she's you know prolific. You might have heard her in things, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Jason Alexander in video games? I don't know. I'm about to find out. Let's find out. I'll continue vamping. Um, other things is they've released a full list of all the classes and subclasses and races and subraces. And I think, I don't know if the math is right, but there's something over like 2,000 and some odd combinations just between classes, subclasses, races, and subraces. Um, so there's a lot, like the custom, uh, the customized... Custom ability, there's the word, uh, in this game is absolutely insane. Was Jason okay, Alexander? I, if this is the, I'm looking at something that says Jason Alexander credited in 10 different games. I don't know if it's what? the real one because it doesn't show a fucking picture and it's on mobygames.com. Okay, but what I can tell you um, is that he was in back. Okay, look at this. Back of the People's Choice Awards, he's playing a GameCube. Playing Metroid Prime, amazing! Hell yeah! Um, and then he was the voice of Cosmo. Uh, oh wait, no, no, no! He starred as Cosmo in a fairly odd movie, Grow Up, which I think is fun. What? Yeah, he did a lot of this guy did a lot of weird shit um, in the end of his life. Uh, I'm telling you, the closer you get to 2022, it's it's it gets bad. I'm sorry, is Jason Alexander dead? No. Oh, no, <laughs> no he's still doing it. Um, in the end of his life, yeah, he doesn't do anything good anymore, though. Gotcha. He was in nope, nothing good in years. Actually, he was in Hachi, A Dog's Tale. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't. Sure. Larry Gay, Renegade Male Flight Attendant, in 2015. Oof. Tom and Jerry, Back to Oz. Hey. Directed DVD. I, I'm sorry, Tom and Jerry went to Oz. In 2020, he was in Faith Base, which is a uh bad movie. I'm guessing. Welcome back to the Jason Alexander podcast, where we talk all things Jason oh, Alexander. About, oh, it's a it's a Christian film about the dangers of smoking marijuana. Oh yeah, so sure, sure. that's what that's what Jason Alexander's up to, like right now. Not uh, um, TV. Not cool. Also, he was in Star Trek Prodigy, but he was only the voice of somebody. Interesting. He was in the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. What the? F- I watched that TV show, and I don't remember Jason Alexander being in <laughs> it. I swear on. God, okay, we can be done. He's just hiding in the background of like everything you've ever seen. All right, um, I'm done. Cool, 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 cool. Um, we can talk about origin characters and um, what's the word? Uh, yep, player characters. Nope, the other thing, uh, companions. Companions. That's the word. Right. What's an origin character? An origin character. So we'll start with companions because it makes more sense to describe okay. it this way. <laughs> All right. There's a bunch of different companions, six of which are also origin characters. So you can, instead of having them as a companion, you can actually play them as your character starting in the game. Okay. Why would anyone do that? They have very interesting stories. So you're, you customize your character. Cool. Make him or her, whatever they look like, however they sound like cool. Um, but beyond that, they're kind of bland overall. Um, so with these companions, they have built in backstories with things that tie and weave into the story and whatnot in very cool and interesting ways. Um, I'm not going to play one of them, at least not my first run through. Um, I, I kind of like the idea of having, you know, your link type character, your almost voiceless, uh, avatar in the game. Um, however, one of them is the dark urge, which was what was, what we were about to talk about before. That is extremely interesting because it's an origin character, but you still get to customize them. I guess like their their backstory is they lost their memory, but they have like this uh, voice in their head telling them that they want to do violent things. Uh, and it's they described it as sort of a uh, morality on how we play video games. So essentially, it's the murder hobo character. Um, that you can essentially make, and I'm probably going to use that one on my second run through. Yeah. So dark urge is just like, what if I stab that guy exactly. right now? <laughs> okay. Oops. That was my dark urge. Sorry. The way they showed it off is literally your first encounter with one of the companions that you meet. He has the choice to just lop off his arm instead of making him a companion, and he does it. 
and it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it changes like the choices you have access to. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, yeah. that that is cool. The this game has so many. If if it ends up being exactly what they've advertised, if it ends up being anything like the first act and early, which access, every game company does. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um. Then this like the story trees and the weaving in and out is so complex. They have. I have the numbers here. I actually wrote this down. Uh. 1.9 million spoken words and 176 hours of cinematics. You're not going to get to all of those at any point I in your life. I did see that number being tossed around on Twitter and yeah. people like quoting it and being like, mm, I don't know. Because <laughs> um, if you told me I have to play a game that has 176 cinematics, I would explode you the whole room in whatever <laughs> game console I was playing on because I just don't want to do that. Yeah, well, these are things... But these are, you know, different like side quests, like all side quests, all different player interactions, different backgrounds, different races. I'm sure there's... I'm sure racism plays into this game at some point. Absolutely. You, know, you can't trust a Dragonborn. Everybody knows that. It does. Actually, it features a lot in early access. There's a, there's a big... There's a whole big thing about uh, tieflings... Uh, tieflings are very uh, misunderstood creatures. Yeah, I get. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> also, by law, bisexual. So uh, there's also that. Okay. By law. <laughs> by law. Legally. Yeah. Yep. Okay. If you play a tiefling, they're bisexual. I didn't know that. Yep. It has to happen. Um, this is all conjuncture. You can be whatever you want to be, no matter what you look like. Um, no, you, I'm sorry if you're playing a tiefling. <laughs> you have to be bisexual. I did not make the rule. Um, no, like orc stuff, where like people are just. Like weird if you play an orc. I'm so, glad that that's not a thing, but because we we know that that that's that a line of the sand that I think a lot of people made a long time ago. Yeah, I'm sure there will probably be, but the half orc hasn't come out yet. The half orc okay. was never in early access, and you can't play an orc in the game. Oh yeah, but yeah, well, half orc. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, just to put the that 160 176 hours thing in perspective is they've mainly been saying. A full run through, if you force your way through the main story, is going to be anywhere between 75 and 100 hours. Um, so having 176 hours of cinematics means so, so much of that is going to be locked behind side quests and yeah. specifics to your class and whatnot. And I don't like a game that's going to make me play it a bunch, but obviously having fun. In Divinity, yeah. I probably put in like 60, 70 hours so like mm -hmm. in my playthrough. Um I, Elden Ring, I, I think I ended at like 90 hours. Yeah. Like total. Some Damn. of that was just AFK farming, but so that, that tracks. <laughs> um, you played Ragnarok, right? Uh, I haven't finished it. Uh, it was because I was playing it on PS4, so it was kind of chugging along and getting. Yeah. It, it was. You can't like, you don't get the free upgrade. Well, I don't have a PS5. Oh, you. Uh, no, I, I only I, have a I PS4. I always thought, I just, I thought you had a PS5. Yeah, I actually think we've had this discussion before where you said I that really exact do, thing. I really do think we have, whether it's on recording or not, but I do. Yeah. Um, so Zach's the only one of us that have a PS5. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's how, that's why we talked about this, because we talked about it when we were talking about um, Jedi Survivor, because oh, you yeah. played it on Xbox, I played it on PC, and he it's played it on PS5. PlayStation. Yeah. Wow. We're and covering all the bases. Absolutely. That's all we do here. We're professionals. We are professional. <laughs> um, that upload very at the same instance as other professionals in the field. Absolutely. Um, hey, this is the second week in a row, baby. Hell yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Well, okay, that's if I edit it and get it posted by the end of the weekend. Um, all right. You cool. got more on that list. I, can see it. <laughs> I got so let's, much more. Let's dive in. Uh, new customization options. Uh, there's a freckle slider. You can Fuck. fucking freckle slide. I was <laughs> extremely worried about that, actually. About what I. You want to know the most heinous thing about me is that I will just press randomize, take it, and play an entire playthrough with with that. that I do not care about sliders. I didn't slide it. That gives me so much anxiety. <laughs> I, I will literally like maybe press randomize twice or like mm -hmm. three times. I did the same thing for Fallout, a game that I love. Yeah. Never really fuck with the sliders. I, maybe I will for this one. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't usually like Skyrim had way too much going on. I don't really mess with like the sliders too much when it gets down to the nitty gritty. You're saying like, Skyrim has too much going on, and we are talking about a game that now has a freckle slide. You, I, I don't think Skyrim's going to have more than what we're going to get in this. You're absolutely right, but it's like I don't know when it gets down to like the nitty gritty, like nose shape and mouth and jaw shape. Like I never mess around with that, but as long as like I. I purposely pick their hair and yeah. stuff and no, yeah yeah I mean, but the problem is skyrim's a first person game <laughs> like you can play in third person I do. does anybody do that i do actually i 
I'm saying that I play Fallout in third person. I don't know why. Yeah. Even though it's a first person shooter, I literally play in third person. It is my most toxic trait as I play Skyrim in third person. It's, it's, I don't know. Honestly, it started because like I, like when it very early on, like I just find people just like sneak up on me and shit. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, like having that extra peripheral vision, like was like a necessity. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, uh, okay, so freckle slider. I'm, I'm assuming like tattoos, scars, tattoos, like all, face know. paint, scars. Um, uh, as a dragonborn, you have like you can pick like the horns that are on your side, the things that are on your chin, yeah. the back of your head. It as a dragonborn, the customization is crazy. That's probably insane to like program and put in the game. I don't like, Okay, you have a human here. Are your sliders, dragons. Okay, your your horn length. Orcs, like, or half-orcs, here's your shit. Tieflings, you know, here's your shit. Which explains why this game's been in development for six years. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, three different types of hair colors for every single person that has hair. You have your natural hair color. You have your hair highlight color. You have your graying hair color. Oh, I'm sorry. When you said three different types of hair color, I'm like... Oh, no. Blonde, brunette, ginger. It sounds like we're going back, back. I, I would be very curious about the decision of a freckle slider. But I've... Three, sorry, three hair choices. Okay, yes, so yeah, yes. that's a little much. I would it's, say. it's a lot. A it is a lot. But a little streak in my hair, though. Yeah, you know exactly. What I, mean? yeah. like, I don't know. Get a little, <laughs> baby, little Sweeney Todd going on. The graying, though, like at what point is my character going to physically age like like over time like i hope i'm not playing the game that long 500 hours into the game it, there must be a pretty long time skip for that to late game you you can make an older character and i think that's why it's in okay there. uh so because that's another thing they added is an age slider um you tell me there wasn't one before well not in early wait, access when did Baldur's Gate 2 2000 2000 yeah Baldur's Gate 1 was 98 and then Baldur's Gate 2 was 2000 Okay, so it took him two years to come up with the second one, and it took him uh, 23 20, years yeah. to come up with the third. So must, it better be pretty freaking good, Adam. I <laughs> certainly fucking hope so. I do believe, uh, don't quote me on this, I didn't look too much into the development of the first two games. It wasn't Larian Studios. Oh, no, I don't yeah, think yeah. Larian Studios was a thing. I wasn't 100% sure on that, so I wasn't going to like stick my flag in that statement. But yeah. if you're saying if you're right, saying, If it, you I will. bring up a next point, I'll do some serious detective Perfect, perfect, perfect. Uh, what I was going to say is Larian Studios, I think, got the license from Wizarding of the Coast and immediately started working on it in 2016, 2017. Um, either way, yes. Wrong again. Uh, <laughs> no. Zero. Larian Studios was founded in 1996. Shit. I'm now seeing that they, I don't think they did Baldur's Gate 1 and 2, but Ghent, Belgium. Yeah. Oh, Belgium, yeah, yeah. Belgium. Uh, you can really tell when they're talking about uh, when they're on their panels and stuff and talking and you have to put ca closed captioning okay. on. Who developed Baldur's Gate 1 and 2? It's Bioware. Oh, thank God we weren't wrong about In that. In combination with Black Isle. Bioware. God, how, how fucking old is Bioware? <laughs> Wait, is Bioware? Bioware's the thing that does Mass Effect in Dragon Age. Oh shit, that's yeah, right. They, uh, they're still around. Oh my god. Um, All that Baldur's Gate money. Dude, yeah, but they have that Baldur's Gate money. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think Early Access released in 2020, right before the world ended. So Early Access for them became really big. But yeah, they've been they've been working on this game for six years, and Larian Studios uh, just immediately started working on it. I believe. Bioware came out. Uh, Oh, Bio, I always forget. Bioware's a division of EA. Oh, boo. Electric, boo. Yeah. boo. Maybe not anymore. Oh, Bioware's founded in 1995. It's the same year as I'm the same age as Bioware. And Lion okay? King. And, and, no, Larian is two years. Oh, no, Larian's next year. I said Lion King. Oh, Lion King. Okay. <laughs> um, it was a good year. I remember that year. They pooled their resources to make a uh, their success in the medical field provided them with the funding they needed to launch a video game company. To make their first game, they pooled the resources, which resulted in a capital of $100,000. The company was incorporated on the 1st of February, 1995. $100,000 to make a video game. What would that look like today? Oh. <laughs> look, EA was made in... EA was founded in 1982. Damn. Guys, video games are old now. <laughs> They're not even cool anymore. Okay, glad we cleared that up. My search history once again. 
remains an issue. Video games are technically boomers. Technically boomers. <laughs> they call them boomer shooters for nothing. Um, okay, other things. That's all the custom. That's not all the customization stuff, but that's all the yeah. you know, big things they I, Oh, I, I don't. Do we want to just list everything? I yeah, think that would be let's go through. Okay, I so will name a, each and every color your hair can be. Eye color, eye shape, eye oh. position, nose, no shape, no size. I was just going to let you go to see how long it lasted. I honestly probably got another 20 in me if I really tried, but let's <laughs> let's move on. I, I don't think anyone wants to hear that. Heter- uh, heterochromia. You could have two separate eye, eye colors now. I wouldn't have That's guessed fun. that one. Yeah. Um, they, uh, back on the, we're jumping all around here. Um, That's, I don't think anyone was expecting structure. Let's <laughs> yeah. press play on this podcast. That's fair. Um, uh, back to the companions. Uh, all of them. So, the way that the morality system works, and I know that's a, you know, every game has a morality system now, but it's not just a single slider for your morality. Every companion and NPC has their own individual slider of how they think of you and the things you do. So every single companion can end up being a villain in your story or a, 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 a companion in your story. So uh, that's a really cool thing that I'm excited for. That is stressful. Yeah, it does. But just one playthrough where I'm a good guy and everyone's friend, and then the next playthrough I just fuck off with everybody i mean i physically don't have it in me not to be the nicest person in a video game i tried to do it one time play Mm. fallen in vegas i'm like i'm going caesar's legion baby (laughs) first time i had to do slavery i was like okay (laughs) nope packing it up i got it going mr house this run (laughs) yeah um i i also have that problem like i say i'm like i'm gonna do this you know i'm gonna do a bad character and it just gets uncomfortable after a while especially in a game where you can fuck a bear um, <laughs> a person that looks that. like a bear. Yeah, that is a yeah, key difference. A, a very different. Larian Studio needs to be extremely clear about that. <laughs> extremely clear. Um, let's see. How about um, we do one more uh, note and then we take um, a small commercial, actual commercial break? Absolutely. Let's get a good note. Um, there is an NPC that will help you reset your class if you don't like what you've done uh, partway through the game. I you like can just that, go back. Yeah. I love that. I, I okay, lore. Like like lore reasons, it's just like, okay, I'm a paladin. Can, is paladin a playable class? It is. Okay. Yeah. Is all the D and D classes playable? Yeah, all twelve, uh, not artificer. Twelve. All all twelve classes from the player's handbook. Yeah. Why do they do this to themselves? Do they know? Do I, they know how years. many that is? Uh, wow. So let's say I'm a monk, right? Mm-hmm. I've been training my entire life. What's your race? My race. Um, There's eleven of those. Khajiit. There, that That's that one's not, not even what's, in D and D. What's the cat one? Tabaxi. <laughs> Tabaxi. Not a race. Not a race in the game at this point. There oh, might be dwarf. DLC. Dwarf. Perfect. Dwarf Dwarfs monk. are in the I'm game. A dwarf monk. Okay. I foregone in mines in order to live a life of sanctity <laughs> and martial arts. Okay. And now, I don't want to do that anymore. And I want to be a. Actually, I'm trying to think, and some of them would actually work. Um want to be a no druid actually makes sense i could think about that one let me look mm-hmm. at the list um land druid moon druid spores druid i want to be a bard bard i want to be a bard i was a monk oh. i want to be a bard now perfect you go to this npc in the game and now you're a bard he just teaches me yeah but i'm talking about like the implication you're not thinking of the implication i'm sure i'm sure you have to pay for this service from this magical creature. i'm not you're missing <laughs> you could not miss the point anymore okay i'm not talking about money i'm talking about the implication okay the implication <laughs> of i spent all this time being monk stuff how is this how does me giving 40 dollars, 40 schmeckles to this guy make it so that i play loot good magic okay all right the gathering because there's some <laughs> magic the gathering. there are some that like if i was a ranger i wanted to, oh i'm gonna be a fighter now it's like okay stop sense. using a bow and fucking use a sword idiot <laughs> you're a fighter now um even like oh i, I was a paladin now i want to be a mage it's like okay stop casting spells for jesus and instead <laughs> cast spells for yourself but like rogue to like paladin actually redemption arc you know yeah. you found jesus mm-hmm. Paladin or rogue do that. I love it when I answer my own questions. I think that I really do think that it's not that big of a deal. It's not. I just like to be a little nuisance. All right. We are going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, um, we're going to do the thing where we talk about the game more. Hello and welcome back to Pixel Pals. I hope you've enjoyed the show thus far. Um, Thank you for listening to that beautiful advertisement. Now, 
We are brought to, we made $4 so far. I haven't told them yet, but we're getting very close, guys. Ooh, we're getting close. Getting I, don't getting coffee. Gonna, I don't know what we're going to spend it on. But, because uh, you can't get that Wendy's 4 for 4 anymore. That's four not a thing anymore? 4 for 4 is no more. To be fair, the, the Wendy's near, uh, near us is awful. Anyways, yeah. Oh, God. It's the worst. You, there is a $5 biggie bag. Mm. They say that it is not as big as the Wendy's full for four. It is no more. Okay, <laughs> what uh, we're going to be talking about the story hook, um, and your wife actually gets killed. That is the story hook in this one. No, no, just every other video game. Just every, okay. Oh, I see yeah, what you're, I, you're seeing for redemption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was when Fallout Four did it. I was like, no, <laughs> no, dead partner. I thought we moved past this. Okay, so you, your partner doesn't die, but you lose a loved one. You lose uh, your uh, one of your two sons in a shopping mall, and you have to run around pressing X to <laughs> scream, Jason. As soon as you said shopping mall, I was like, ah, oh, fuck with me. Yeah. Okay, I'm one of fucking with me, isn't it? No, uh, story hook. Uh, mind flares. What do you know about mind flares? And they, they flay your mind, they baby. They do. Um, I've DM'd several campaigns. Never had the... Uh, Never had the ability to control one of these bad boys, but uh, they're the people that have heads, tentacles, mm -hmm. and then like kind of like a robe type deal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so their whole deal is they are a hive mind, and they take they abduct people, they take little tadpoles, put them in your eye, and they attach to your brain, and like a day or two, you turn into a mind flare. End of story. Uh, the story hook for this is your character, whether you're an origin character, a custom character, you are abducted by mind flayers, you're on their ship, you get the tadpole in your eye, and for some reason, you don't change, but it gives you some dope-ass powers. Um, you, yeah. you have to escape the ship. You find some of the other people who have the tadpoles in their head. They end up being your companions in this. When you say um, ship. Uh, the Nautiloid. Because uh, Mind Flayers are kind of from space. Okay. Uh, so they have a big old ship that looks like a... What's the Pokemon? Uh, what's the blue Pokemon with the Whale, shell? Whale Lord? No, I don't know Pokemon, Pokemon that well. With the shell. It, original 151. That's the uh, only Pokemon I do. Maybe it's... No. I don't know. It looks like a snail shell. Does that help? Squirtle? Maybe. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm just like picturing <laughs> okay. a matchup. Like, you, okay, you really, like, you really don't know Pokemon. You're like, I kind of don't know Pokemon that well. No, I know Squirtle. I don't think you've ever played, if you've ever played one, it was a long time ago, Adam. Um, I'll, I'll find that's it okay later. we don't need to paint that audio picture it's <laughs> yeah, okay yeah yeah but anyways look up a nautiloid it's fun it has tentacles just like a mind flare um, hopefully it's not also a sex thing you cannot guarantee <laughs> can't guarantee not. it you cannot guarantee be very careful to maybe do it with safe search on yeah but yeah you escape their ship and then you have to go find out how to get this tadpole out of your head before you do turn into a mind flare with all your new friends. Is tadpole just a word that you're using? No they use it in okay. the game okay alright yeah, yeah. so mind flares are technically amphibian i guess if the space is water <laughs> <laughs> if space well if space is water we're all drowning baby um okay that's like a pretty interesting hook it doesn't yeah. really leave much room for interpretation i guess not but like a lot of the mystery is why haven't you turned with uh from this tadpole i've heard they you're built different exactly the, on this is the hero's journey adam i like yeah. I, I i i'm gonna pull out the fucking narrative design book that i have next to me <laughs> that's like oh this is how most video games you know it's gonna follow one of these kind of things and you're just like you're just laying hero's journey at my feet and pushing the little box towards me that's what's happening i'm staring at the book that i i'll start getting the pages out if you want. yeah he sees my little library i got i got one upstairs too but i, I swear to god it's gonna be it's gonna if if it's hero's journey, I'll be happy. I always like hero's journey. It probably is. I couldn't tell you. I've seen the hero's journey circle You've before. You've seen it, yes. Mostly yeah. in breakdowns talking about how Thanos went through the hero's journey. Okay, yeah. Um, you honestly, yeah. you could put any character in fiction, and you could kind of make a case for it. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. Really, yeah. extremely vague. Yeah. People kind of extrapolate. Yeah, I'm sure. Which I'm pretty sure I know what that word means. I have no idea. That's why I just said I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. All right, so mind flayer tadpole in your eye. Mm -hmm. You save the other people on the ship. Some of them. Will some be of them. Some okay. Some of them will be your. Do you get to pick which ones? Yeah, you can. You can like. So my first. Can I choose not to save any of them. Kinda, yeah. Uh, there's there's one when you're on the ship that just comes with you no matter what you do. Um, but my first playthrough of the early access, uh, I completely missed that there was someone just like in a pod banging and trying to get out of it. I just walked right by them. Could have been a companion. Um, 
you do end up running into her later on again, and she's like, you fucking left me back there. I was like, I don't remember you. Sorry, dog. I don't know what to tell you. Survival of the fittest. Here. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think you can get two of your companions when you're on the ship, and then there's like three or four more that you collect uh, early on. Um, yeah. Uh, but essentially, any of them you can just make an enemy and they won't be your companion or you can make them your companion and then just start doing a bunch of shit that they don't like and they'll either leave or try to kill you. Yeah. And you can die. That's another thing. There is permadeath in this game. You can die and then take the reins for the other characters. Oh, so you, what do you mean you can die? So when mm -hmm. you die, mm -hmm. you, well, I'm sorry. I misspoke. Okay. All right. Let's see. This, so your, your main character uh, if you're in a battle, if they die, actually, no. I have had my main character die, and then I just start playing as Lazel or Shadowheart or something. I'm pretty sure that, all right, I don't have this one in my notes, but I'm pretty sure if you die, you start playing any one of the characters. Uh, at any battle that you're in, any one of your companions can die, and they don't come back. Do you control all your companions in battle? Yes, but you can only have you and three others at a, at a time, so it doesn't get overwhelming. You said that like I wanted I'm not. I'm not looking for like tax sim. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like you're like. I thought you were about no. to be like only you and one other person. Be like, well, that kind of sucks. Yeah, if I have a party of four. Yeah, it's the same maintain. thing as divinity. Oh, is it? Yeah, I've there, there was times where you could control like extra characters for like part of the quests and stuff, but you always had right. four characters, or you could do lone wolf. Yeah, that's there, there's a similar thing in this where you there, there's one quest where you save a person and they become your fifth person for a little time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so you um. You can have up I'm to... I'm assuming you want companions. Yeah, they definitely help out, and it's you, very difficult to do alone. Is there a lone wolf option? You, yes, but it's very, very difficult. I've tried it once. I've gotten into a battle by myself one time, and it went really fast. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's like D&D. &D. All the battles are balanced for four characters. Um, but, uh, yeah, you can do it however you want to. And there are... So there's the six origin characters that are companions, and then I believe there's like at least four or five more. So you could have up to like ten companions just waiting in your camp that you can go back to camp, switch out whichever ones you want, yeah. and um, and just kind of make your own party. But yeah, <laughs> make your own party. I think there actually might be a companion for each class, which would make it twelve. That would be helpful. It would because be. I people. What people love about Divinity Original Sin 2 is they just metagame the shit out of it and mm -hmm. find, like, the easiest ways to beat it. And there's one that involves, like, a very specific, like, class combination. And I doubt that's how that's what a lot of people... Okay, I'm going to say something controversial yet very brave. And as someone who plays D&D, do you agree that there are people that are more invested in the combat aspect of D&D than the story aspect of D&D? Yes, I do don't play with any of them yeah. currently but yes i'm not asking if you did okay you can tell me if it's zach i'm just it's not <laughs> I know, I know. um but that's what i found in like the hobby as a whole is there's mm -hmm. a lot of people that like dnd as like a combat thing and they really couldn't give that much about like taking notes like tracing down threads like whatever right the problem is that tnd's not really the best at that like there's warhammer there's like other gloomhaven yeah good there's for that. other things that are way more combat focused and dnd yeah. like inherently does not a hundred percent narrative. It's kind of 50 50. Yeah. So I guess I don't want people to be like way too into cause divinity. I don't know how to explain it. They definitely had like a really good story going there. Mm -hmm. Like, did you ever play it? I never played it. Okay. I never really kind of gave a shit about the story. <laughs> like, I mean the whole source thing, like it was inherently fun, mm -hmm. but I really played it because like moving pieces of the moving pawns and like yeah. really making the fat like the bet making the most out of the skills that you have like an extra points or like old points or whatever the source points they were I don't mm -hmm. know it just felt really satisfying like from a tactician way and yeah so and it is a video game you know mm -hmm. I don't know so I hope that they they kind of hold true to that aspect where it feels really engaging yeah and there's so many things where they I think they said there's like 300 different specific situations that are meant to be combat, but <coughs> none of them are mandatory to do. Like there's always ways out of each and every one of them. Um, and there's also ways to make combat opportunities out of not combat. So you're telling me I could play the entire game without ever doing combat. I believe that's what they were getting across. Yes. Uh, might be very difficult, uh, but good luck. I will. I, 
I will find it. Okay. <laughs> I, if I don't fight a single person in the entire game and beat it, it'd be so funny. Just a full. I just convinced. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just playing a bard who just rolls super good on charisma the whole way through. I got that. Actually, I'm playing a bard. Mod. I totally, totally lied about playing a monk. By the way, I will play a bard. That, I was going to bring that up at the end. Uh, what, what our first. Uh... Bart, Bart, okay, and I need to say this because people are going to come at me. We're talking about D&D here. I do play Bards mostly when I play D&D, um, but I don't play, like, Bards get such a bad rap, Adam, okay? People think that, and I honestly had a bad rap with playing with a Bard my first time DMing. I will not drop names, okay? But mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I will not, I will not, but... Uh, it's Adam, actually. <laughs> uh, he was a real dick. He tried that's to fuck up my character. I really did. No, but that's like the trope tried. of bards. I'm going to roll a 20, and I'm going to uh, seduce the dragon. Ooh, yeah. it's, it's so gross, dude. Mm-hmm. Like You literally get to give out fucking free dice for people to roll. Like That's so right. much more fun than trying to like have sex in a your weird fantasy world. I don't know. Yeah, no, Sam Regal kind of ruined bards for the world. Um, love the man, love love what he's done with himself, but it's just taken over from there. And I will pretend to know who that is. Uh, critical Role, he played Scanlan, Short See, Halt. He did not, did not watch that one. I have a really hard time you, watching D&D Live Plays. Have you watched Legend of Vox Machina? The, the animated show on Amazon? It's real good. And it is. Adam, you need I to watch it. it. But I knew it started off as a D&D actual play. Um, and therefore, it's not valid entertainment. No, I'm just fair. I, I listen to the entire Adventure Zone. Gotcha. Um, but that's just because I have a weird fascination with the math of horror. There's just nothing, it has nothing to do. Interesting. And I, I just thought it was wholesome that their dad was in there. And then it started. And then I kind of fell off of it. Not because I think it's bad. It's just because I... Actually, have a hard time listening to people play D and D. Yeah, no, I've like, gotten to the same point. I don't, I don't watch Critical Role anymore. It is, and it is because there's always so long. Yeah, there's fucking four or five hours. And so it's like super good if you're on like a road trip. But I'm not road tripping mm-hmm. down the street. You know what I mean? Like if I'm listening, you know, that's when this thing called music comes in, <laughs> where it's for the, for the short times. Um, I do not remember. Oh yeah, playing a bard. Yeah, but I'm not like the weird, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of bard. Yeah, I get that. Zach's gonna play Paladin or Barbarian. I would bet. Yeah. Oh no, actually, Zach's not gonna play this game. Zach's definitely not. Zach playing this did game. tell us though. He's like, I don't know. It sounds like a game I would like. I was like, Well, you're gonna play it uh, a while after us. So honestly, probably not even worth it, dog. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're gonna be done with it by the time well, PS5 comes. We might up. not do a, like a review episode. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we might not because Zach might not play, it, and that's totally valid. Right. I didn't want to play God of War. Mm. Not, but you did. Why? Well, no, I. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> I did play God of War Ragnarok. Oh, you don't have a PlayStation. I don't have a PlayStation 5. So you have a PS4, though. Yeah, but I don't want to buy it for that. Yeah. It's, so, it's not great on PS4. I can't remember. Did we do an episode for that where I just nodded along the whole time and pretended I played it? Because that is not the first time I did it. I feel I, like I remember it. Maybe it was just like a point where Zach was talking about it. No, I don't think minutes. I've ever done it on Pixel Pals, but I've definitely done it on stream where someone asked me if I played a game that's mm. like really popular and I knew enough about it to just be like, oh, yeah. That was sick. Remember that one part? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I met a squirrel in that game. I once. did it for Jedi Survivor. That's why I didn't release the episode. Did never actually own it. No, I'm just didn't play it. I did. Never beat it. One of these days. You still haven't beaten that? No. You have a real problem. We've <laughs> no, talked about I, it. We can I, we don't I, need to go on this point, it. You haven't finished God of War Ragnarok. At this point, I'm a reason I'm that. not yeah, okay. My reason <laughs> is if I put a game down for more than three days, I'll never come back to it. That's my reason. Mm. Um and it makes Zach so angry that I never finished Breath of the Wild. But in my defense, okay, I was playing his copy. I owned, I had it for like five months, and I just started playing. And then I, I, I was like, "Oh, you need a back on." Huh? He's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Can you give me like two more days?" Because I actually haven't been it. And he's like, "Honestly, no." I told the Colin Kenna like today, and I was like, "All right, here you go." So I, I, that's my memory. This happened like two years ago. I don't remember a hundred percent. But I, I think I asked him to keep it. Have you finished Tears of the Kingdom yet? I actually have, yeah. You have? No, okay. I did. Oh, good. I, did. I rolled credits maybe like a week ago. Yeah, same. All right, let's mm-hmm. finish our ball. <laughs> we have 10 minutes left. Mm-hmm. Let's finish our, actually, nine because I don't want to go over an hour. Yes. Um, it, uh, you, you I honestly don't have much else. Okay. Uh, everyone who get who bought early access is automatically just upgraded to the deluxe edition, by the way. So if you haven't hopped on early access yet, do it now. Sick. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna to try to get it for free, Adam. That's yeah, I'm that's gonna fair. Cry. I'm gonna use email. Man, I should have gotten to content creation a lot earlier. See, the problem is once you get it for free, then we have to make like no one on my TikTok wants to watch me talk about Baldur's Gate three because my audience is like just not you know what I mean. I talk about like very mainstream popular 
games mm-hmm. in a very specific way. So like I will have to do either a stream. I'll have to do some sort of content about it. Yeah. I'm not like this. I'll do there that. There it is. <laughs> but they're not giving it to me for a podcast. Yeah. Unfortunately. That sucks. Our podcast. Well, is there anything else you want to add before we do our last uh, last thoughts? Scanning notes. Uh, you can talk to every animal in the game if you're a druid and have uh, speak with animals. Okay. Um, That's okay. Now, these are the hold on. These are the things that are going to sell it for people. So if you got true. more, that was good. That was a good note. You want to talk to that bird that's going by while you're yeah. fighting some goblins? Talk to that bird that's flying by while you're fighting some goblins. You uh, find out that that bird's a, ter- a wild-shaped person. Mm-hmm. You can't have consensual, consensual sex with them. Exactly. Um, <laughs> other things, there's... There are only three difficulty levels. Um, there's normal, there's story mode, and then there's tactical mode, which is very um, uh, unforgiving. Uh, it'll make the NPCs that you're fighting just automatically uh, go after your weakest people or your casters that are focusing on concentration, stuff like that. Um, and they played it on the panel from hell for about 30 seconds before two people died. Uh, so that was fun to yeah, watch. Yeah. That that's for the serious gamers yes. right there. I'm probably gonna try it, but Capital I'm definitely G not gonna gamers. like it. <laughs> Can you switch it anytime? I have no idea because I don't think you could in Divinity. You probably can't if I had to guess, but I don't know for sure. I did not hear them say anything about that. Yeah, although no, it's impossible to know. We'll never know. Actually, <laughs> never now, know. yeah. Um, I think that's everything I had. We mentioned that. We mentioned that. Yeah, I think that's all my. All my notes. All right. What's uh? <clears throat> what else are you doing? Uh, dropped back into uh, Planet Coaster recently. That's a that's always a fun. Just jump in, create a parking no, vibe. I I. It sounded like you said Planet Coaster. Yes. Not familiar with You're that. Familiar yeah, with I, that? I, I've never played. You mean Roller Coaster Tycoon? No, made by Frontier, who made the original two Roller Coaster Tycoon games. Okay, um, but uh, they lost the right. I think honestly, I think it's another EA situation. It might be EA owns Roller Coaster Tycoon now. Um, but yeah, they came up with Planet Coaster. It's very fun, very good. Is is it just making theme parks? Yeah, okay. it's making theme no, parks. That's fucking dope. I yeah, just no. love that game. Yeah, it's really cool. I highly recommend looking up like a YouTube video of it or something and uh, dropping it because I that's the only other game I've ever bought early access. Uh, I bought it on my old laptop that really couldn't run the game, but it was still fun as hell to play that slideshow. Do show. you remember the really shitty game that came out on like the PS2 or the Xbox 360 that was called Thrillville? I own it. I, it's currently in my house right now. Do you, can you bring it in? I time because I show and tell. Because I have it's technically Meg's vivid memories of doing like the cheerleading set. There's like at one point you have sure. to like do like a dancing segment, like where you're like pressing buttons. And I own it. The song suddenly I see played every four minutes. <laughs> suddenly I see this is what I want. That that song played more often than any other song, and it felt like. I'm going to do... So, you know, you've been to Six Flags, right? Yes. Okay, so I worked at Six Flags. Um, I also England. worked at Six Flags. Yeah, okay. So were you aware of when every hour on the hour they would play, I like to move it, move it? That wasn't a thing I knew. Where? What, what, what department were you in? I worked in games. Okay, so depending on how close you were to a speaker. It was also probably five years prior to you working okay, there. Okay, so when I worked there, every hour on the hour, they would play the song, I like to move it, move it. From the hit, from the hit, hit movie Madagascar two, I think I don't, I don't even know if it's the first one. I, I, I no like idea. to. Move, we all know what the song is. Okay, mm-hmm. so every hour on the hour they would play that, so you knew that an hour of time had passed. You could count the days go by by how many times you listen to. I like to move it, move it. It's and about I, three move it the clock. And I was getting very strong vibes of that in Thrillville, where I'm like, how much? I'm suddenly I see it's playing very often, and how much time is passing? So Thrillville is a very shitty game. Mm. Um, that kind of filled the void of Roller Coaster Tycoon a little bit, but this mm-hmm. sounds like a true spiritual success. Yeah, absolutely. Because Roller Coaster Tycoon came out at like the same time Planet Coaster was coming out. They came out with Roller Coaster Tycoon World or something. What do you mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> no, no, recently, like year, like uh, 2017, 2018? Yeah, okay, somewhere around there. There's uh, another. There's a new Roller Coaster Tycoon. Game? It was awful i bet it was um because i got into planet coaster i fell like into that community so i got a lot of that coming up on it was pre-tiktok time so i don't even know what i used for social media back then but um yeah it uh it was a garbage game uh that they promised a lot of things that planet coaster delivered on and they couldn't deliver on it um i i, I want to say it was ea that owned Roller Coaster at the time they, which makes they, sense they don't have the best track yeah. record 
Yeah. Now we're playing at coaster people. I'll check it out because if That's I can fun. make a roller coaster of death where I do so many loops that people die, um, I will play that. I think people won't ride it. Yeah. Well, AI. How, would they, how would they know if they've never tried it? it? I think before you can open a roller coaster, it has to be tested and it gets like ratings. So it, it rates it on excitement, nausea, and fear. Um, and if it's too high on any one of those, people just don't go in line for it. Ugh. But when you team box are getting woke, kids, listen up. <laughs> they don't want people to die <laughs> they these days. They don't want you to make the 4,000 loop coaster that will kill you by fucking cheese. Or just the one that does one loop and then launches into yeah. the stratosphere. Yeah. Okay. So, Planet Coaster, you've been playing a lot of that. Yep. I played. Um, we should do a retro game review episode one of these days. We could, except yeah. how would Zach play it? Yeah. Moving on. I know. The. <laughs> All right, our ad revenue is going to go towards Zach getting a fucking computer so he can play real big boy games. I have a PS2. I have a PS3. I have an Xbox I, 360. I have an OG Xbox over there. Yeah. I have an N64. I don't have an N64. Oh, we, between you and yeah, I, we well, cover we most of the things we, we would cover anyways. I, don't, I have a ton of Xbox games. I own four N64 games because I'm trying to rebuild my collection. Each one costs like 70 fucking it's dollars. insane, right? All the good ones. Yeah. Uh, my mom sold all mine at a garage sale when I was in college. God, mom. She sold it for like 15 bucks. God damn yeah. it. She, I, when she told me, I like I didn't talk to her for like a week. I can imagine. I was like so upset with it. She just could not get it. I was like, yeah, it's just this old junk. I was like, it was junk that turned on and like sells for like oh, the N64 I had with all the stuff. Like, granted, it's not like $1,000. I could have sold it online for like 300 bucks or have it now. Yeah. Whoever. Not these fucking third-party controllers that barely work whoever bought that sold it all for fucking so much Gary more money fucking scumming around tag sales in my area probably <laughs> Fuck that guy i've been playing a game called um i've actually been playing two games um i've been playing a game called citizen sleeper which is uh a game that you've probably never heard about no i haven't it's, uh, Freedom Game Pass, but it's an indie game that came out last year. And I started it, but I didn't really get too, too deep into it because it requires so much reading. It yeah. is a very story-based game. Um, very Each character that you meet is going to give you four, like four pages of text to read. Mm -hmm. um, and it is not voice acted. It is reading. Uh -huh. uh, yep. Uh, but it is a beautiful. It is beautiful. It's mm -hmm. probably the best game I've played this year so far. What is it called again? Uh, Cit uh, Citizen Sleeper. Citizen Sleeper. I probably scrolled by. Was it like a recent release on Xbox games? No. 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 It's been out mm. for a while. Um, I just yeah. It was on Game Pass last year, and I noticed oh, it, okay. and I was like, oh, let's start this up again. You play as a sleeper. Um, basically, you are um, corporation property. Uh, you're like a soul that was like merged into a corporation body. Um, so that you can work to like pay off your debt. It's like really dystopian and sad. It's not a happy, fun game. Okay? Sounds like the community episode where Britta dates the guy who is just the embodiment of Subway. Yeah, kind of like that. Except mm -hmm. you're a soul that's like transplanted or like a rogue AI. I think. At, no, okay, I take it back. You're like a. You're like a like a really complex AI that is put into a body so that you can work for this company. Um, but you did that for a while and you didn't really like it. So you escaped to a place called Erlin's Eye, which is like a kind of a dilapidated station, but that's like like space station. And it, it's massive. We're talking like a, like a giant city. Mm -hmm. um, and you meet people there. You do like various tasks. It's based on a dice system. So each cycle you roll dice and you'll place those dice into actions. And depending on modifiers for your skills, um, your actions will go well and certain things will happen. There's mm. Your goal is to stop um, the corporation from tracking you down and then escape the ship. Um, but you meet a ton of characters along the way and there's some really interesting stories there. And it's just, it had me like hooked. Huh. If you ever like have COVID real bad and you're sitting <laughs> on like your couch and I'm not gonna read you have the time. Have no, you have the time. Like it is a beautiful, beautiful story in game that has really interesting game mechanics that hmm. are like in it's it would be a great game to play on a Steam Deck. It would be a great game to mm. play on like a mobile device or something. Um really appreciate that one. And then another game I'm playing is Dicey Dungeons. Love the dice. A lot of dice games. Dicey Dungeons is a roguelike, um, but the main theme is you roll dice and you can slot those into different actions or equipment or abilities. And there's different classes. There's like the warrior, the rogue, and it's just like a really interesting, weird take on the roguelike genre. Hmm. I, I've been eyeing it for a while. It's on Game Pass. I'm I'm not buying any games anymore. <laughs> I'm going to play the games I've always wanted to on Game Pass before my subscription runs out. 
Um, really, really good. It's again another really good travel game. Like, just turn your brain off and like try to get the highest number. Burr. Like, try <laughs> to get like a broken combination that like takes you through all the challenges. But very, very satisfying gameplay. Dicey dungeons. Dicey dungeons. Interesting. And then I'm gonna play. I've and then no. I don't know what else I'm going to play next because obviously Baldur's Gate 3 is not going to come out for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, because Dicey Dungeons isn't a game that you're going to spend more than like a week probably on. Mm-hmm. You know, I might start playing Hades again to give myself some my skills back for when Hades 2 early release comes out. When's that? I actually don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Is We are at... Oh, we just hit the hour. Good Fuck, timing. Adam, we fucked it up. Oh, we All, fucked up. So bad. We God can't even release it. it now. No, the hour is just... <laughs> makes. I, sometimes I use the... AI sound editing when I'm feeling really lazy. It actually doesn't sound that well, so I probably won't do it for this one. But I think that's going to be it, unless you have something else you want to add. I miss Zach. Yeah, actually, I was just going to say I don't. I think we did such a good job without him. <laughs> he's our timekeeper. No, I know he's going to listen to this episode, but I don't think he's going to last in like the last minute. So, Oh, he's definitely gonna, not. We can say whatever we shit talking in now. No, Zach will be back next week. Um, and our end goal is to have um, a three-microphone set up here and it all live in my basement studio. Hmm. If you would like to see that happen, um, please support the Patreon or donate to my live streams. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I don't use that money for this. We will be back next week with an episode. About whatever. Maybe a Honestly, retro game I, I want to do like a bring an indie. I want to force Zach to play an indie game. Force Zach to play an indie game? that he's played that maybe we haven't. Bring okay. an indie and talk about it. I'll see what I can bring do. Because I, I also don't play a lot of indie games. Bring your indie games. to work day. I'll get, I'll, <laughs> bring bring your indie day. to work day. I'll text them right now. All right. Um, that's going to be it from us. As always, Pixel Pals out. Pixel Pals out.